Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this. This is DJ Sass here with Bro Emergency episode number five. Welcome to the show. Uh, here today with uh, some esteemed colleagues. I'd like to welcome LVO and the one, the only Matt Knight back to the program. Good to have you guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. And of course, Horse. Horse, where are you? Horse? Horse? Oh. Unfortunately, guys, Horse got left back in the stable tonight. Um, he's got a bit in his mouth. Uh, he will not be joining us for tonight. That doesn't mean that he got sent to the glue factory, though, folks. He'll he'll be he'll be back uh, before uh, before long. But just so know that Horse is in the stable tonight. We'll miss you. We will pour out a uh, a beverage for the horse tonight. We love you, Horse. Yep. Sorry, sorry, you're not here, bud. We uh, we miss you. But with the Bromerency train pushes on. Uh, episode five, uh, thanks to everybody who's given us a lot of feedback again, over the course of this uh, project we've been doing, but also the last, uh, episode that dropped, there were some questions brought onto our Facebook page, which I'm really thankful, uh, you guys were able to do that. So we wanted to start the talk maybe by, first of all, just saying a little bit of what, uh, what we've been up to, but then also answer some of those questions that got asked of us. Uh, I think some of them might be kind of fun to talk about too. So first of all, guys, what have we been up to? <sighs> That's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like, what, what's everybody been up to, right? Like, I feel like things have gotten busier again, you know, COVID kind of spiking a little bit. Yeah. Kind yeah. of felt like things were getting better and now, uh, they've definitely gotten worse. Yeah. It's kind of that time of year where, gets colder outside and everybody gets a little gloomy and then COVID spiking and that doesn't help. And numbers have been up at the hospital. Yeah, that's not been ideal. What has been awesome though is football's back. Nebraska football's back. It is back. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it's been uh, a little bit of a rough weekend for me. But Yeah, uh, um, Jordan Love got COVID by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that. You guys were so high on the Jordan Love train earlier in this podcast journey. I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Uh, he'll be all right. He'll bounce back. Yeah. I mean, so when he's not suiting up and he has COVID, how does that affect the Packers? <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't at all. Um, horse, uh, by the way, somehow um, I wish I wish I could give him the usual Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Vikings beat the Packers, which I I will just be a man and all that. You know, announce it to the airways for everybody to know if you didn't already that the the Vikings did beat the Packers. You know, it was their Super Bowl. I still feel good about Green Bay, uh, six and two halfway through the season. It's gonna be uh, gonna be a good year. You know, I just want to point out that uh, the Cowboys almost beat an undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers team. Uh, you know, they got a lot of love from the refs, and uh, the Cowboys ended up still. You know, beating the spread for the first time this year. So hey, something to be excited about. That's exciting. Small victories. Yeah. That's exciting. Moral victories. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. How how many games uh, will Nebraska end up playing this year, LVO? You know, so far we've had one canceled. So who knows? I I think uh, we need more games. We need some confidence. Yeah. We need to get yeah. Some. Were they scheduled for at the beginning of the year eight? Is that right? I think eight or nine. Yeah. Eight or nine. Yeah. All right. Notre Dame beat Clemson. That, that, that was exciting. I kind of forgot. I couldn't figure out when uh, we have a little text train uh, that we talk to each other, you know, when we're not, you know, doing podcasts. Uh, and they were talking about Notre Dame the other day. I didn't realize you are a Notre Dame fan. They and come out of the woodwork when they're good. As well. Because <laughs> oh, well as they're America's team, allegedly. Oh, boy. 
Whoa. I mean, look, I've, I've got some weird, you know, fandom. I don't know. Yeah, you are kind of all over the place. Boston, the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. Minnesota Twins. My my first and most important love, but yes. Okay. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Correct. Notre Dame. Right. I mean, who else USD do you like? like uh, USD Coyotes. Who's your Olympics team like? Uh, Ghana? <laughs> oh, no. No. USA, baby. Okay, okay. Also, though, I do kind of go for France. I don't know why. That's weird. France? For France? No. Yeah. Interesting. No. That's true. Interesting. Yeah. Is it the yeah. colors? You like the flag colors? I do. Red, white, and red blue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got it. No, also, like though, I mean, uh, you know, back when I was in college, World Cup, uh, Zinedine Zidane headbutted the Italian guy and, like, knocked him over. It's, like, the mm. coolest thing ever. Became a became a France guy. But that's soccer, Matt. Yeah. We like real football here, not yeah. soccer. Right. Two, two O's. It's okay. No, that's uh, that's good uh, that we're getting back into sports. At least we have sports to talk about again. There was a time uh, a few months ago when we were thinking about this podcast, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to even talk about sports. So we'll take it. Uh, the other thing that we've been getting asked a lot about uh, by people in our probably our spheres every day, but also by some of you guys who reached out to us on social media just about where we're at with COVID. You know, we've talked about COVID a decent amount, uh, Matt. You more than most uh, about COVID on this podcast, but uh, everybody's been asking us a little bit of where we're at with it. You know, vaccines, things like that. Uh, I don't know if you got, we, we alluded to a little bit, at least here where, where we work and live, you know, we're seeing a surge in it as most of the country is as well. Um, I don't know if we have a change in message though. It's the same thing we've been saying, I think, you know, since your, uh, uh, three hour presentation you gave at our podcast. Every time we talk about it, the the amount of time that we reference Matt talking about it adds like 20 minutes. Yeah. So like episode 12, we're going to be like, remember that time when Matt talked for seven hours about COVID? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was quantity and quality. Sir. That's right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I mean, I think if I haven't re-listened, but I bet half of what I talked about is probably total <laughs> BS. You know what I mean? Oh, like hydroxy- we, we, hydroxychloroquine. And yeah. Right, right. But we did say that don't buy any of that. I, yeah. But I did say that remdesivir was probably going to be bold. You did. You did. And uh, that's like, you know, what we do now. Although Decadron's I still am not now. a thing. I don't really think it's a thing. But anyway. No, yeah. I thought, I I mean, I've listened to it a couple times. I think you did a good job. It's, uh, you know, it changes by the day. I think, you know, the the party line, I would say, is, you know, mask, distance when possible, you know, kind of avoid do, the crowds. Avoid the crowds. Do your part individually. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Like novel ideas, right? Things but that I think are really it's, easy to do. I think it's a little bit real for us just because we've had a couple of partners get it, and thankfully uh, nobody's had any, you know, complications of it. And we're generally, you know, young, healthy population in our group. And so thankfully that people have had mild, if any, symptoms. But it also, I mean, it, let's be real, it affects us in terms of, when you have a finite number of emergency physicians to cover shifts and you get, you know, a couple of them down and out and quarantined, then it kind of, it, it changes things in that respect too. Right. I think this is one of the few diseases that we've taken care of, at least I've taken care of in my career, where there are young people my age that get sick and get very sick and even die. I don't, I don't think I've ever had that experience with a disease that I've taken care. I mean, not something that's so easy to things like that transmit. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Not nothing that where I was actually like, Oh, I could catch this and get very, very ill. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, truly, like accidents, you know, trauma, cancer. That's about it for, you know, our age group that we really think about. And then I guess meningitis would be like the infectious process that freaks us out. But that's about it, right? I mean. Yeah. And I, I think the, the the big takeaway that I would try to tell people is that, you know, we, you know, as people, as citizens are sick of this too. We're sick of wearing a mask when we go into a store. We're sick of, you know. Um, you know, not being able to go to football games like we normally would. Like, all of that is tiring. Like, I'm tired of it. Like Everybody and, is. And I, w- I want to stress, though, that I, I think that stuff does matter, and I think it does make a difference, and it does help us. So, you know, you know we appreciate the people that are doing that. Uh, I think it, it does make a difference. But know that uh, we feel it. Like, we're sick of it, too. You know? I think I'd shout out, too, to just the – I mean, it affects us and our team, the nurses and the techs and everybody in the ER, but probably more so up, upstairs in the hospital, so to speak, in terms of the our ICU colleagues, the physicians and the nurses and the techs there, that they're the ones that are, I mean, we see them for a our couple hours. In the, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, we see them for a couple hours in the ED and then they go upstairs and then it's days and weeks. and Right, you know, and this is definitely it. something that has... I mean, they're in the hospital for a long time, which I think is something that we are just not used to. We try to try to heal people and get them back out. Um, I mean, one other thing I'll throw out is that, I mean, I, I've still, I have had a lot of patients that come in and will say, you know, I just didn't want to come in because I'm so worried about catching COVID. I would stress that I think that you're more likely to catch COVID at the grocery store than you are in the hospital. Absolutely. And I don't even Agreed. think it's close. So, Agreed. I mean, if you are worried and you have something that's going on, the emergency room is open and you should definitely come by and say hi. We'll we'll take care of you and you're not going to catch COVID from us. Agreed. Awesome. Well, not to, uh, you know, uh, be too hard on COVID, but one of the questions we did get asked uh, was about COVID vaccines, which I don't want to necessarily get into all of that. Uh, although to say that uh, when one's ready, you know, just be smart about it. Look at uh, the science behind it and whatnot. But uh, an interesting question we did get asked off of that uh, was uh, by one uh, listener who submitted a question. If COVID vaccine came through and uh, inadvertently turned everybody into a zombie, which would be less than ideal, of course, but it would go along with the theme of 2020 and how things have been going. Uh, what would the one weapon you would choose to defend yourself in uh, COVID? What would that be and why? I and, mean, and I think, I think to be fair, I think we got to take off um, like, uh, like automatic weapons. Like, I mean, that's too Like easy. an AR. Yeah. yeah. AR assault, right. Too, too easy. Yeah. I mean, one, it's not, uh, I mean, I don't think it's uh, cool enough. You know, it's not like, like dramatic No, it's not. Enough. It's not cool. It's not cool. It's but I mean, practical. you know, you, you have to like, you have to really think about this at a deeper level, right? Because I mean, like the easy answer is like uh, a tank. But I mean, who, <laughs> but who's got the gas, you know? True. I mean, like, true. I don't even, like, I don't even know what does a tank run on, you and, know? And like, I think, so... I've guys, I've been taking an uncomfortable, uh, embarrassing amount of time thinking about scenarios this afternoon as we're getting ready for this. But you also have to consider about the zombies themselves. Like, are these like 
walking dead zombies that are kind of like lumbering zombies god i hope so or are they world war z like super fast sprinting zombies that changes the game too yeah i mean if it's like world war z zombies i'm just uh i mean like i guess my weapon of choice is like a bunch of insulin <laughs> no I that think- sounds terrible i'm kidding it's no. a baseball bat let's go yeah, all right, you're gonna mess them up. Huh? I yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I would kind of think though after uh, eight months of all sitting around, uh, not exercising regularly, eating that healthy, I would think the majority of COVID zombies would be kind of uh, out of shape and slow. That'd be my guess. <clears throat> I'm reminded my uh, my sister will probably be mortified that I tell this story, but she dated this guy in high school. Yes, let's high go. School or maybe just after, and he was maybe a little rough around the edges and. Didn't know him very long and uh, not sure why this came up, but this guy came up to me and he's like, hey, man, you know what the weapon of choice in a fight is? And I was like, "Uh, no, I'm pretty naive. I'm not really sure. And he's like, a weed whacker. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I thought he was going to say something like kindness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, weed whacker is so, way more bizarre and, and than I, think, I thought. In his defense, I think he had a lawn service, so that was kind of his world, you know. Like, but I, bet you I mean, I'm just thinking, like, you know, now. nine millimeter or a baseball bat, or you know, weed yeah, yeah. Whacker. So I mean, but, but I suppose you can get. I mean, it so keeps you arm's length plus. Well, and yeah, I mean, I think that we skipped over my answer, which is obviously correct. But I also feel like, <laughs> you know, there's there's like you think your answer is always correct, man. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's, like, finite amount of ammo in the world and how much can you really carry on your persons, right? So, yeah. I mean, to make, make things fair, let's just kind of, like, break it down. You know, like, all right, so uh, you could either have a shotgun with, like, 20 shells or something. The gas tank is only so big on the weed whacker. That's exactly right. So here, here's your <laughs> options. Shotgun with 20 shells, a 9 millimeter with 100 bullets and a knife, and a baseball bat machete and a really good flashlight like those ones that you see on tv easy like the easy. night vision flashlight kind of thing yeah yeah something you get cool so you know so much bang for your buck with the the baseball bat machete flashlight combo i don't know why you wouldn't choose that yeah i mean because i will say that even though i already said that i like my answer the best the shotgun with 20 shells is still pretty sweet and i mean <laughs> You know, you only got to fire that thing a couple times, and then you can run, right? True. And if they're World War Z zombies, a baseball bat, you're not going to survive anyway. <laughs> well, and then the shotgun, I mean, if you run out of shells, it's still probably as functional as a baseball bat on someone's cranium. Ah, uh, true. I Ooh. did not think of that. Look wow. at LVO coming out. That's, that's some, nice. Uh, that's next level critical thinking. I like that. Well, So um, we can all agree that the 9mm and knife combo is the wrong answer. Oh, man. Okay, fine. I mean, shooting a non-millimeter is not necessarily easy. No, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not in uh, disagreement there. I think uh, it's probably between shotgun and baseball bat. This is probably the most fun conversation I've ever had on Bro Emergency right now. <laughs> we uh, we need horse here. So yeah, yeah the horse would go on a dissertation about the uh, differences between all the ammunition on the uh, <laughs> the cost profile. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, hopefully this never happens. And uh, rest assured, I, I don't think us as three as physicians uh, actually believe that a COVID vaccine will uh, turn us all into zombies. So just to put a PSA out there, but uh, if it does, you're ready. 
would you boys take a COVID vaccine and how soon? Man, that's a really tough question. Um, <clears throat> I would, I would say two things. One, I think that this would be the first time that I would ever actually hesitate, uh, to get a vaccine just because there's so many pressures out there that, you know, I would just be a little bit more nervous about, uh, how ready things are, I guess. But two, yes, I would, as soon as they deemed it appropriate, uh, just because I feel like in our position, it's our duty to, to give ourselves a leg up because if we would perhaps be spreading it, that would be very problematic. Agreed. <clears throat> I, I agree. I mean, I think with anything in science and medicine, I think it's important to not just do things just to do them and to look at the evidence behind them. So I would be um, seeking myself to be sure I did that and look and see what the uh, safety profiles were on the studies and things like that. Um, I think the, the good news, I think, for the majority of uh, the public is that uh, before it becomes widely available for everybody, I think that would be something that uh, has been well studied and has been uh, well well. Uh, the safety profile will be well available to everybody. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think I, knowing what COVID does to people and that we're in the face of it every day, I think if a vaccine can help me and protect me and my family, I'm, I'm in, you know, obviously you don't want to take something that has unproven side effects and, you know, that sort of thing. But I think we would be remiss as physicians to, propagate the idea of get a vaccine, we need a vaccine, and then say, well, we're not going to take it. Well, and I mean, you know, truthfully, the side effects of all vaccines are low, not that concerning, and the ones that are concerning are very rare. Uh, and, you know, the effects of the COVID-19 virus that we've seen can be devastating even to people that are very healthy. Um, I think, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, Matt, but I, I think you could argue your chance of getting COVID and having a complication probably are higher than having one of the rare side effects to the vaccine. I would agree. Yeah, for sure. Well, boys, that uh, was probably our longest intro section of all five episodes, but man, good, good content in there. Good, uh, good. We'll discussion. see you in episode six. Yeah. Right. yeah well, after the break, can we talk uh, about COVID zombies again? Yeah, right. Uh, more to come after the break. We'll have a little bro education uh, coming your way. So hang out with us. Uh, you're listening to Bro Emergency. Hey, Bro Emergency listeners. We're going through an awfully tumultuous time in our country right now. Two candidates, votes are being counted, lawsuits are getting filed. Of course, I'm talking about who has the better hair, DJ Saz or Matt Knipe. Well, those votes are being counted and all the lawsuits are getting filed to sort this out. Why don't you give us a listen, uh, bromerency.podbean.com, Spotify, Apple. You can catch up on all the Bromerency content from episode one all the way up to today's episode, episode number five. Check it out. Hey, welcome back, uh, Bro Burnsy listeners. We're back. Uh, Elvio, why don't you uh, take this uh, segment off? Uh, I, th I think you got. Uh, you told us you have something special to say for this week. Yeah, so we're recording the week of Veterans Day. We're not sure when uh, this will get published. 
per the DJ. But uh, I think it's really important as uh, bros and emergency physicians that we send a shout out to the veterans, those that allow us to do things like this, that have given us freedom and keep us free. I know personally for me, my father uh, is a veteran of the Marine Corps, and he did a tour of duty in Vietnam, and that's something I'm very proud of. And I know he listens to us, and I just want to send him a shout out and to all of the other veterans that, uh, you know, like I said, that keep us free, um, give us the ability to do things like this, and we're proud to take care of them when they have emergencies. And so thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I know uh, several people that have served and do serve and nothing but uh, thanks to say. Um, thank you for doing a job that, uh, frankly, that I'm not sure I could do. So I, I'm sure, 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 sure thankful for uh, everything that you guys have done and sacrificed for, for us. I'm not going to dilute that awesome message. Just thank you. Extra long one there for the veterans. Nice. Um, but, uh, you know, Horse, do you got anything to add? Horse? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hor- horse, is, uh, horse is in the stable, guys. He's just uh, a little bit more quiet than usual. Just don't get like bit. a neigh or anything? No, nothing. No yeah. neighs. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get that bit out of his mouth. We'll, we'll work on figuring that out. Uh, Horse uh, is sleeping. Yeah, we'll work on figuring out how to get the uh, the bit out of his mouth. We'll see if we're successful in that. We'll be back, though, after this short break for a little brome education. Hey, Bro Emergency listeners, the Bro Emergency boys right now are dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. So while we're off doing that, why don't you give us a listen to our old content on broemergency.podbean.com, Spotify, Apple. Check us out. Hey, guys. Back here with Broemergency. This is DJ Saz, and I've got some good news. Nipe has been wrestling with the horse over there. Finally got uh, that bit out of his mouth. Thank goodness. He's still in the stable. But, Nipe, uh, give us an update. Uh, What's going on with horse over there? Uh, horse, uh, you, you, you do not, uh, you don't sound so good. Uh, that's not his usual nay. Yeah. No, no, that was, uh, that was, that was creepy. Yeah. Uh, now why don't you just go ahead and put that bit back in his mouth? Uh, Uh, gladly. All right. Thanks. Uh, time for, uh, now that, uh, horse, uh, you're back in your stable over there. Uh, now time for some bro education, that time of the week where we, uh, investigate, uh, a medical issue and look at it from a bro's perspective. Elio, take it away. Yeah. So, uh, usually we have a nice canned thing for you, um, with lots of facts, but tonight we're just going to bro talk to you on, stuff we see in the winter, what we think about as emergency physicians with winter coming. So I think uh, the easy thing is hypothermia, cold, frost, injury, that sort of thing. Uh, What do you guys got on that? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing uh, is that you got to realize that, especially in a place where it gets really cold, staying out of the cold is the best way to prevent that. Uh, and if you have to go out in the cold, make sure that you have appropriate gear, uh, understand what wind chill is and that, 
you know, <clears throat> even if it's not that cold, but the wind is blowing really hard, uh, you can get some pretty intense cold injuries really quickly. Um, and truthfully, I mean, <clears throat> anytime that you're going to be out in the cold, you need to limit the amount of time out in the cold, period. So, uh, DJ Saz, what do you think someone should do if they're outside for longer than they planned and they are feeling like they're cold and their digits might be concerning to them? What should they do? I think the number one thing to tell somebody in that situation is, if able, get out of the cold. Go inside. Get out of the harsh environment, whatever that means, going in your car, going into, you know, you know, a heated building, that sort of thing. That'd be step number one. Uh, not dissimilar to, you know, with the heat, you know, you want to get into air conditioning. It's just the inverse. You know, if it's really, really cold outside and you're starting to feel uh, symptoms, you know, that your fingers are hurting, your face is hurting, get out of the elements uh, is the first uh, line treatment. Then it becomes a matter of warming back up. Well, for some people, that means just that, getting back into the heat, a uh, heated building. But for some people, it means, you know, uh, wet heat, we call it. So putting your arm in uh, water, uh, you know, not just, um, you know, you know, just air. But if your hands are really, really, really cold and you're starting to see color changes to your hands, you're starting to lose sensation to your hands, it's uh, all about, uh, you know, warming them up uh, in some water um, would be a, a good thing to do as opposed to just, uh, you know, letting them kind of warm up via the ambient air. Um, other than that, you know, I think those are kind of the big things. Again, getting out of the elements, you know, we like to, you know, when we warm people up in the emergency department, we're doing it with uh, kind of what we call wet heat or, you know, just from, uh, in this case, water. But those are kind of the keys. Um, I think it's important to know that you having a second refreezing injury is catastrophic. Absolutely. So if you're going to, like, oh, I'm just going to go inside for a couple of minutes and warm myself up. If you have some damage already done, you have got to let your body completely heal before you can go back out into those elements again or you can cause some real damage. Absolutely. That's a great point. And I, th I think there are other treatments that exist, again, for, you know, really severe frostbite um, that, you know, that we, you know, think about in the emergency department, like different, actually like blood clotting agents and things like that, that we, uh, our blood clot bursting agents we give, but those are all things that you as a, a normal, you know, citizen would not necessarily have to know or think about. Uh, the bottom line is if you're really cold, get out of the cold, uh, if you're able to. Thank you. And I mean, not to beat on the cold injuries, but just because it's something that uh, I personally have dealt with a few times and it's really hard. It's just, you know, if you are somebody that wants to have a good time and uh, enjoy, you know, some sort of intoxicant, please make sure that somebody knows where you are or that you have a safe way home because, uh, I mean, you can succumb to the elements rather quickly and that's really, really sad. Yeah, I think absolutely. all of us have seen somebody freeze to death. Un unfortunately, and not, that's just like ideal. that's a terrible way to terrible way to go, and yep. not not a glorious part of our job, but nope. one of those things that we see. And yep, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I think the other thing is uh, I'll take one here: just slip and falls in the ice. I mean, obvious, but you know, when you're out, 
always be aware when the temperatures dip of the potential for ice or black ice or whatever you want to call it and take short choppy steps, wear the proper shoes. Because uh, I can't tell you how many people we've all seen that have slipped and fell on the ice and broke their ankle or their hip or their dislocated wrist. their elbow yeah. or whatever. And, and They're almost not, all surgical injuries that are going to take you out of the rotation for a bit, and it's a bummer. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So the next one we want to talk about is sort of in the same vein in terms of falling. It's Christmas light season, oh, right? Yeah. Right, DJ Sass? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Am, I the, am I the only one here who puts up Christmas lights? Myself? We don't. We don't because kind of where we live – we'd be the only ones that would enjoy them. So yeah. we kind of... Yeah, you're out in the country, yep. yeah. Yeah, out in the country. Well, I but. mean, there's Christmas lights on my house. I have nothing to do with them. Yours probably look better than mine. You actually saw mine uh, when you came over to my house when I was on quarantine in the end of March. Don't sell yourself short. Those looked all right. Yeah, yeah, they were still up in March, though. <laughs> were, well, they, were they crooked? You know, yeah, they were yeah, not I mean, completely <laughs> straight. They were not I, completely I like straight. to think of it as part of the art, though. Like, you know... It's part of the display. Christmas is not perfect. You know, it wasn't a perfect uh, situation. So you are not like, Clark W. Griswold then? No, no, I, I sure try. But, uh, you know, the truth of the matter, I'm the guy who gets like an Ikea uh, furniture thing and then throws the directions away and does the best I can. You know, mm. I'm not a big instruction detail End type End up a with guy. some spare parts. and yeah. Spare parts, the thing's probably not totally level. So the Christmas lights are not... I'm sorry, I, I've just been sitting here staring at LVO, but I mean, the Clark Griswold reference from the non-movie buff guy, we're just going to gloss over that. Oh, yeah. It, true. Whoa, but that yeah, is go one, on. That is one of like a handful of movies, Christmas Vacation, that I try to get my wife to watch that every year, and she's like, mm. oh, seriously, like, you really want to watch that but again? But it is a classic. Culture, yeah. yeah. You it's a great it movie. Every, we watch that every year. We do as well, and I have to point out that uh, the Christmas lights part of that movie is the part that drives me absolutely insane. I think it looks absolutely super tacky. I just mm, it, it what's, drives what's, me just to divert. If, if sorry if you have never seen this movie, people, but uh, it came out in 1989. So get with the program if you haven't. Uh, <laughs> it uh, what what is the funniest part of that movie? I I oh, I'd, I'd like to submit my take. I die laughing every time when he puts that stuff on the bottom of his sled, and oh. then he goes down the hill, setting a new like a land million, speed yeah. record. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's it's always when Uncle Eddie is <laughs> emptying cousin, not uncle. Cousin. Sorry, cousin Eddie is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Uncle Eddie sells meat down. here in <laughs> I mean, our town, but. <laughs> Oh man, there's so many good. I do love Uncle Ed's steaks, by the way. That was that was a uh, Freudian slip because I dream of their steaks regularly. Free commercial for Uncle Ed's steaks here. Uh, Who's the uncle? You know the 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 old guy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many parts in that movie that are classic. He like fries the cat. There's so many good parts in that movie. I I have to agree. Like cousin Eddie and the the shitter being full. that's part. I mean, so I think good. when he, when the lights don't work and he just loses it, that's, that's a good part. Awesome. I mean, it, it, yeah. So it's, good. Anyways, uh, yeah. We so, digressed. Uh, putting the Christmas lights on is quite dangerous. You know, I think every, 
I think Clark fell off the yep, roof in yep, that movie, I've didn't come, he? I've, I've come close. So I've done it. This is my third year. This will be my fourth year putting up lights on this house. And every year I've done it, I've been like, I should not be doing this because I'm hanging at weird angles. Like I almost fall every year. You know, I r- always rip a hole in like my pants or whatever I'm wearing. You know, it's not 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 probably something that somebody of uh, my uh, job title should be doing necessarily. Uh, risking you, that you know better. I know better. Not um, that we're better than anyone. It's just that we know better because we see all these people. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like. Like a couple of, uh, like, was it last year or the year before? Like the, the strand slipped out of my hands. It was like, you know, starting to go towards the edge. And I was like, I don't want to climb down the ladder. So I like, I did like a belly slide to grab it. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> if ta- my wife saw this right These now, are our would... patients. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I'm so not... I did the same thing. Like, so our, our uh, living room, the ceiling is, I don't know, 16 feet or something like that. And so we had this, we bought this big Christmas tree that was going to be glorious. So we had a six foot ladder. So I think it was two years ago, I'm on the top of the six foot ladder with one hand on <laughs> like the windowsill, yeah. Yeah. trying to put the angel on the tree. And I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, so I went out and bought a 12 foot step ladder and you just need to like all take turns trying to throw the angel onto the top, and whoever gets it <laughs> yeah. gets to open a present first. Oh, hey! Can I can I say I though, didn't have that, that foresight, Matt? But uh, when you're on the roof of a house, though, it feels pretty cool. I enjoy that. I like being up there. Like just that's a really weird thing to say, but all right. <laughs> I like it. I do. I, li- I enjoy it. But uh, it's not safe, so don't do it unless you're uh, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good. <laughs> it's so cool, but don't do it. <laughs> But so uh, moving on, uh, a couple other quick things we see in the winter, um, shoveling injuries. So mm, what yeah. do you guys got there? I, I think of back pain, um, you know, people, oh, I lifted a big, you know. I mean, I, the first thing that I thought of was the heart attack. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. One time my buddy uh, and I were playing football. Uh, if you're listening to this, bud, uh, you know who you are. Uh, but he... We were playing tackle football, and he tackled into a snowdrift while we were shoveling. We took a break. We were playing football, and he broke his shoulder blade. Oh. Ooh. Wow. Shoulder blade? Yeah. Shoulder blade. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. So, I mean, that's a weird So injury. Wait, you tackled him, and then? Um, ish, yeah. Was yeah. it targeting? No, I'm a little no, sensitive no, yeah, to that as a Nebraska yeah, yeah, fan. No, but no, no flags were thrown yeah, on the okay. play. Oh, this, is like, this is like male pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Tackle middle, football in the, the middle snow. of shoveling the driveway. Yeah, I, but, I'm envisioning the Dumb and Dumber snowball fight. You know, exactly. like <laughs> Lloyd and Harry. Look at Luke go. Yeah, come on, LBO. I don't like movies. That's the second movie reference. Yeah, wow. So really, like, if you can go to Top Gun, Christmas Vacation, and Dumb and Dumber, that's like my library right there. So that's not a outside bad of library, that. That's a though. solid library. That's, that's a, a solid, solid library. library. You know. You and I are, we're gonna have a little offline discussion on uh, some other good Christmas movies that you should uh, oh, you yeah. should try out. Maybe right. maybe if we uh, we'll see where we're at with time, but there is a little maybe we can sneak in a little bro banter where we talk about the best Christmas movies. Ooh, hey, I'm in on that because I have one. <laughs> oh, actually, my the movie I, guy. I, Whoa, yeah, <laughs> movie guy comes out of nowhere. I have one. My last little note here to LVO myself is, is scribbling notes vigorously now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to finish the talk on the winter stuff real quick, um, I think I have two more. Th- well, actually, three more. Hold things. on, hold on. I, I got to say one thing about shoveling. 
don't make your first athletic event of the year be shoveling that first heavy snow or you may have a heart attack. Truth. True. Yeah. yeah. See it time and time again. The more for you sure. know. Yep. So uh, two more quick things and then uh, we'll we'll wrap this up with uh, one final thought. So, um, so the other thing that happens in the winter is people get together non-COVID years to have Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner. And then we see in the emergency department more cuts and burns from the kitchen, you know, oven burns. We see the kitchen knife into the hand, Mm -hmm. those sorts of thing. Um, The other thing is carbon monoxide. That's always kind of a sad one. You see people out there that don't have heat, so they turn the oven on. They don't, you know, they try to, you know, do something in the garage with the power washer, the gas, the gas power washer to clean out the garage in the winter and end up, you know, gassing themselves out with carbon dioxide. Or, you know, sadly, you know, you don't have a functioning <clears throat> like uh, furnace system. And so you're burning wood in the house or, you know, the chimney is not uh, open correctly. Yep. So yep. Uh, what's some good advice? I mean, keep in mind that headaches are not uh, contagious. You know, like if everybody's acting weird, that's not that you're all sick. Yep, uh, if absolutely. everybody has vomiting, a headache or vomiting, like altered mental you know, status, it's odd if everybody catches it at the exact same time. Chest you know? pain, even yeah. even like the food poisoning that a lot of times they think that they have. I mean, that's ver- that's pretty unusual for an entire family to act like. Absolutely, that, so. yeah. And, uh, and if that's the case, then come see us. Seek yep. care. Yep. Um, the final one, and this is a little bit in honor of the horse. We miss you, horse. Yes. Sorry, there was a bit still in your mouth. Sorry, bud. So I think it was last year or maybe two years ago, uh, there's a little, uh, in our town, there's a little tubing hill. So you ride the the uh, rope tube thing up to the top, and then you tube down with your kids. The rope tube thing. <laughs> That's yeah. very eloquent. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I'm looking at you like, I don't know what that word is. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to describe it better? Doctor? Nope, that's what I got. Okay, that's thanks. what I got. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the rope tube thing takes you to the top, <laughs> and then you tube down with your children. And at the bottom, there's like this. If you get, if you are Clark W. Griswold and you set a new land speed record with the saucer, you get to the bottom and you get far enough. There's like this catch net. So the horse, and none of you have seen the horse, but the horse is he's a substantial man. He's a horse. He's a horse. Yeah, built like a horse. horse. Wait, did we just figure out why he's called the horse? Uh, no, 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 no. I already know. I already know. We've got lots of people. Even my own children want to know, hey, are you going to tell us why the horse is the horse? Yeah, I mean, the 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 LVO brood was all questioning us tonight, and we had to admit that we are not sure. We don't know. Yeah, we, we have no idea. But I think that I have. You gotta be I'm North on the, the inside track. you got to be North Dakotan or Canadian, I think, to know. So anyway, um, or or a friend of the horse is oh, actually yeah. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, whoops. <laughs> so uh, the horse is with his kids, trying to be a good dad, which he is, and they're tubing down the hill, and they go so fast, maybe because of the horse's stature, they got the laws of physics in their favor. They get to the end, they hit the catch net, and the horse like blows his knee up. So he calls me, and he's like, "Dude, what do I do? My knee's like." It's swollen. I barely can walk on it. And it hurts. So he ended up like, and it was it was so really he swollen. came over to LVO's house and LVO cut his leg off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that did not happen. So I mean, to the glue factory. 
<laughs> we thought about shooting the horse because he was lame, but we didn't. <laughs> so he ended up with an MCL injury. But the whole point of this long story was to talk about like skiing, snowboarding, sledding type injuries. So what do you guys got there? I've never skied in my life. I mean, the the word of advice is don't do something that you're not comfortable doing and wear a helmet. Absolutely. And the reason I've never skied is because I'm worried specifically about my knees. Um, very not uncommon. The I would say probably one of the more common skiing injuries is uh, related to the knee just because uh, the ligaments are put under increased stress. Uh, I have too many. Skier thumb, it. right? Yeah. Skier thumb, I suppose. Yeah, I'm too. Uh, my wife had that. Actually, Ooh. surgery, full deal. I got too many summer hobbies to risk it uh, skiing. That's yeah, I'm just not. I don't know. I mean, I I just at this point feel like I would hurt myself more than anything. You else. boys are missing out. Yeah, yeah maybe. it is so fun. Oh, I mean, I will I will tell a quick story um, because he came up in conversation earlier, actually. But one of my favorite attendings was uh, a crazy person in the best way. But um, he did give himself bilateral subdurals because he was doing uh, some crazy ski jumping while on Coumadin for a PE. So nice. Yep. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But uh, no, that that was uh, good LV. That, that was good uh, bro education LVO. We uh, hit a lot of topics that hopefully get the crew listening here ready for the winter time. It was not as scientific and detailed and pre-planned as typical, but I think it's practical. But fantastic nonetheless. Fantastic nonetheless. And yeah. we figured out that LVO is a more of a movie buff than you would ever know. I like it a lot. Yeah. The <laughs> go, awkward. go on. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Are you okay? That was really it's, weird. No, we'll, that was not uh, a break, everybody. No, yeah. He actually no. did that noise with his mouth. <laughs> No, yeah. so the final thing I was thinking is uh, if we're going to talk about winter injuries and you kind of start talking about the movies, I mean, the ultimate winter injury is from one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Die Hard. From the movie guy. Not Die Hard. Falling off of Tower. I got so excited. A Christmas story. Oh. Where he shoots his eye out with a BB gun. So True. don't do that either. Don't do that. Yeah. No, uh, good uh, Brome education this week. Just kind of a primer to get you guys ready for the winter season. Hopefully you can take a couple nuggets out of there. Uh, we'll be back after the break uh, with some, uh, some more uh, bro banter. Bro emergency listeners, the weather is starting to turn cold once again. Snow is flying, but let me tell you what is not cold and is in fact on fire is the bro emergency content available to you. That's right. You can find us on broemergency.podbean.com, Apple, Spotify. Check us out. Search bro emergency. Easy to find. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter for some content that is on fire. Hey guys, back with you after that Brome education, getting you primed for the winter time. Hopefully uh, you were able to take something out of that. But uh, LVO, I think you uh, had something you wanted to bring up for a little bro banter this week. Yeah, so I was picking on one of our PAs yesterday because she had a Merry Christmas shirt on, and I told her it was way too early to be wearing a Christmas shirt like on the, whatever it was, 7th of November. That is early. And her defense was that 
she's having surgery and so she's going to be out for six weeks and through the Christmas season. And so she wanted to make sure to get her Christmas shirt worn and she'd already decorated for Christmas. So we had a long discussion about how it was way too early to be doing that. And so anyway, here we are. Christmas season is upon us, apparently. Yeah. I mean, what do you think from the movie hatred guy here? I'm going to bring this up. Christmas movies. And I'll start. I know you were just going to say something there, DJ, and I just cut you off. But I'm going to say right here, the extent of my Christmas movie knowledge is Christmas Vacation, which we already talked about a little bit. Yep. Home Alone. Mm -hmm. And a Christmas story again, which I already brought up earlier. So I'm out. What do you guys got? Well, uh, I could do a dissertation on this. As I think uh, Nipe could as well. I love movies so much. Uh, actually, in Corona, one of the things I miss the most is going to movies. I would go to a movie about once a week back in the day. But uh, I have by yourself. Oftentimes, actually, <laughs> true by myself. <laughs> kind of a weird thing but i yeah i did all the time uh you know when i think of uh christmas movies there's so many that i that i enjoy but yeah i i totally am with you lvo christmas vacation for me has got to be uh probably number one if not uh, close to the top but uh i'm gonna throw a little wrench in things i also like home alone home alone 2 is better than home alone 1 there's gonna be people that fight you on that I don't want to throw hands, but, I mean, I'm kind of close, you know? Better traps. It's in a better setting. I mean, who, Wait, what, who like, what is the, be, What's the plot of I mean, number two? Like, so he gets lost two, no, and forgot again? Yeah, and, exactly. No, but their family goes to, uh, I think, Florida, and he gets on the wrong plane, which actually almost happened to me once. He chases and, a guy who is wearing the same coat as his dad. Yeah. And Pre nine eleven, apparently they just let you walk on the planes. Yep. <laughs> so he ends up in New York City, and his whole family's in Florida. So Ooh. then he has got the entire city to himself with a wad of his dad's money and credit cards. Nice. That would be awesome. And a talk boy. And a talk boy, which I actually did own as a child. Yeah. So cool. What's a talk boy? You were boy? the cool kid. It's a I don't know. It's a recorder. You could record. It's a voice you could recorder. record your sister saying something. And then play it back at her boyfriend. So she'd like tell you, ew, get away from me. And then you'd play it to the boyfriend. And then he would be like, oh. And then he would leave the house. And you could speed it up or slow it down. It was so good. I remember the commercial. Did you catch that? Yep. Thank you. Yeah, it was good. All right. So the. So Home Alone 2. The Christmas movies are big in our household. And uh, the missus has already started playing Christmas music. Uh, when I'm not home, thankfully, uh, it, it does get turned off when I'm there for now. But yeah, she she's allowed me to like embrace spooky season. She's watched horror movies with me, and she loves Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas music, and like Christmas candles, smells, whatever. They all start about now. Uh, but we watch a lot of Christmas movies, so I don't know how deep you want me guys to go. I mean, I, I think you could uh, make the list based off like – you know, history? Is that the right, or time when they came out? I mean, there's like the old, old, old classics. So your White Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life. You know, Michelle definitely loves the, black that. And the white first ones. one you just said was White Christmas. Yeah, that's her jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. And yeah. I mean, what a beautiful movie. 
lot of singing and dancing. And I mean, you know, it's honoring a veteran in that movie too. So topical today. There we yep. go. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're big into Christmas Vacation, um, White Christmas. We usually we watch It's a Wonderful Life once. We'll probably watch White Christmas five times. I bet. I'm gonna say something controversial for a lot of people listening. Maybe not for you guys. I don't like Elf that much. What? Yeah, I think it's overrated. No, I mean like it's a it's an every year watch. So, but just so you guys know, since uh, podcasts are listening and not visual, uh, during the break, uh, our very own Matt Knight made this huge list, and we were just listing off every Christmas like movie. Like twenty seven movies. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movies on here, and I'm going through them. Yeah, I think Elf, honestly, to me, probably the most overrated movie. You know what I list. like about Elf though? I think that it's funny. Uh, in a lot of different ways. I think the kids will laugh at it, but it's also a great movie to have on in the background. I'm a big background mm, movie guy. Okay. You know, I, I like that. Like I, I kind of, it's like a comfort thing, but I'm My still doing something else. Way. My wife yeah. is totally Me that too. Way. Then I don't have to watch it. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> so do any of these, here's a question for bro, emergency bros. Are any of those movies relevant to the emergency department? I, I totally, I was just telling these guys, I think Home Alone and Home Alone 2 and probably Home Alone, whatever they're up to now, like 12. 17. Like, <laughs> all of them. We could do a whole episode on the injuries that kid causes to those criminals. It's unreal. Kid's a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not okay. It's <laughs> attempted I, murder, but I, bro. I, but I love that movie <laughs> so, so <good>. much. <laughs> Neither is burglary, Matt. Yeah, no. Right. Then we don't, we uh, we here at Bro Emergency do not uh, appreciate <laughs> no. burglary. So, yeah, right. Or when any I was a crimes. Kid, though, so every time, like, he makes all of his traps in that movie, they played Carol of the Bells. So then, like, that was, like, my pump up song when I was, like, six years old. Like, anytime the Carol of the Bells came on, I was like, let's go. I'm stop evil right now. Oh, that's so good. Oh. Jim- all right. We, we've got some cartoons listed. All right, so uh, I loved The Grinch. Like when The Grinch came on, Mm -hmm. the cartoon version, when I was little, yes. Rudolph, awesome. Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah. Frosty, uh, Mm -hmm. kind of definitely number three by far. Yep, of those, yeah. Um, And then uh, the, I guess, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. That's a big one for me. Love it. Jingle all the way. Yeah, Arnold. I mean, like, I, I, I like the Arnold. That's not, I mean, I, I don't dislike guy. it, but I'm not going to watch that. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> And honestly, we'll watch Santa Claus, like, every other year. And I hope that this is a other year, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not into it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of like that one, too. The weenie whistle? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, there's, like, some good parts, you know? E-boys are 12 miles over my head right now. I got yeah, nothing good. on this. Good. You actually brought up Charlie Brown, and I actually asked if there was a movie that there was Charlie Brown Christmas. I didn't oh, even know. Yeah. Well, that's like the Oh, 19- he has the sad Christmas tree. Yes. It's like the yeah. 1950 yep. crappy cartoon. Yeah. You know, crappy quality. Like, it's a good story. We don't like but Charlie Brown in our house because Lucy calls Charlie Brown stupid. And as it turns out, my kids repeat everything that people say. Oh, we have not had any night. We have not had any night. Uh, children funnies. I feel like I'm going to get kicked out of the Catholic Church if they find out uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's been repeated. So recently. maybe we'll go past that then. Yeah. In in spirit of Christmas, my children are not randomly shouting Jesus Christ uh, when things go south. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, then I think there's a whole category too of movies that are like Christmas movies that aren't about Christmas, like Die Hard. You're a big Die Hard. Absolutely. Guy. 
oh yeah i finally convinced uh michelle i think it was last year maybe the year before uh but that die hard die hard could be a part of the rotation and you know what she's in yeah i love that it's awesome movie. so wait like do you start here like today november what are we ninth tenth no, and you start know, watching Christmas movies every night. Like, again, how do you get all these no, in? That's no. what I'm. That's I mean, like, I'm so a lot you of don't, them, you don't. Yeah, you're right. That's like, the thing you have to select. And there's some for me that make it every year. Christmas Vacation being one of them. I'd say Home Alone Two makes it every year for me. Ooh, I think, and then the rest of them are on rotation. Okay. So I mean, I probably watch. Mm, I'd say seven or eight off that list every year. We'll watch Polar Express with the kids, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm I'm not a big fan of it to be quite honest, but uh, the wife and kids are, although they kind of are afraid of it too. Have you seen that Klaus movie on Netflix? I have. Excellent. Yeah, that's good. a cartoon. It's uh, it's good for adults and children. I yeah, would say. Yeah, that one hit me in the heart heartstrings. And uh, I, I, you know, another new one. Well, actually, I'll, I'll drop two new ones at you guys. Um, the Christmas Chronicles, Kurt mm. Russell on Netflix. It's awesome. Nice. Okay. Uh, and they're coming up with uh, Chronicles 2 this okay. year. Yep, I'm excited. What if this is the year LVO becomes a movie guy? Nah, I don't think so. I'm just looking at it. I'm <laughs> 20, looking at 2020, he, boys. He's, pointed, 2020. he's pointed at his watch so many times, guys. It's been, it's like, been really uh, insulting. The longest I almost fell asleep during yeah. all this movie talk. So the other movies that we cannot ignore are The Night Before, and that is one that if you have not watched, you need to. That is a very adult movie. Uh, heads up. Love Actually is a good one. That is also an adult movie. And then the final one of those three that are kind of uh, naughty and you can't watch with kids is Scrooge. Hmm. And when you say adult movie, you mean not appropriate for kids, not like an adult movie. Correct. I'm sure that there's prop. If you look that up on like a porn site, there might be something very similarly <laughs> named. I would assume. However, avoid that. That is not what I'm suggesting that you do. I, I want to be very clear. I'm making a break here in that uh, the the row we're going down there because this has nothing to do with that, dude. Uh, Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, Tiny Tim's the little tiny little Kermit. Okay. Oh, so man, stop so it. Thank man. you for saying. Oh He's like my lame. gosh. Stop my, it. my wife is going to be very sad if I don't mention this, but in, in their household, uh, and Thanksgiving, they always watch a Muppet family Christmas and you can't find it. And mm-hmm. we actually were able to find it. Uh, I think on YouTube, finally it showed up. It's not very long. Um, but it is really crazy because it's like all of the Muppets, all of Sesame Street, and do you guys remember the Fraggles from Fraggle Rock? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all there. They're all All there. All of them. They're all celebrating together, okay? Inclusion. It's awesome. Yeah. Check it out. Muppet Family Celebrating Thanksgiving or Christmas? You watch it at Thanksgiving, but it's Christmas. But it's Christmas. Okay. They got some good jams. You'd recognize them. I like it. Well, uh, that was some good discussion. I think uh, a good thing for you guys to hit us up on social media uh, over the next uh, few weeks until our next podcast be, what are your favorite Christmas movies and why? What do you like? What do we miss? Uh, Are there any gems out there that we just uh, didn't go over? I mean, I did write that list pretty quick. Yeah. And LVO did drop the Charlie Brown out of nowhere. So he he's a liar. He he loves movies. You guys, he is a Not liar. True. Yeah. 
Um, but I think what would be good for our usual kind of every podcast um, feature where we talk a little bit about what's the best thing we ate or drank, we'll do that now. Uh, we had a little bit longer introduction this time uh, to our podcast, so we'll try to just kind of wrap it all up here. So let's go through the best thing we ate or drank. Uh, horse, do you have anything? Hey. Alpha? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got nothing to add. Uh, horse, we'll catch you next time around. Uh, LVO, how's about uh, what's the best thing you ate or drank this week? Ooh. Uh, okay, so I think it was, yeah, it was this week. Um, had some uh, steaks and wanted some side, uh, good side dishes with it. So... I looked up a recipe and made, diced up a bunch of sweet potatoes and some onions and some uh, peppers, put them like in a, like a sheet pan and put it in the oven with, got to give a shout out to my, uh, my good friend, Troy, who's a master chef in hiding. He does not work as a chef, but he very well could be a chef. And he uses a seasoning called Nature's Seasoning. It's like uh, look for it in the regular aisle in the grocery store. Put that on top of the sweet potatoes and the onions and the uh, peppers. Put it in the oven. And it was amazing. So had it with steak that night. Then the next day, uh, cooked it up with a fried egg on top. And it was phenomenal. So good. That does sound pretty good. Sounds good. How about you? What's the best thing you ate or drank tonight? Uh, I mean, it's going to sound kind of lame, to be honest, but I actually took a picture and sent it to you boys. Uh, you I, did? So I made a... Uh, For your birthday, right? Yep. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm old. Anyway, uh, I did a ribeye for myself and a New York strip for my wife uh, from Uncle Ed's. Uh, which is the best. It's so good. Um, anyway, uh, a nice medium rare, and then cut them in half, and we split them. Uh, we did a arugula salad with olive oil and lemon. Uh, and then I sautéed some beautiful mushrooms, and um, we had some air fryer broccoli, which... Sounds not awesome, but it is oh, that's awesome. the bomb. Uh, and that meal was fantastic. Fantastic. And the day before, I actually smoked a flank or a uh, brisket. And uh, although that was awesome that night, I actually chopped that up the next day uh, and put on a little bit of some uh, truff hot sauce uh, on recommendation from our boy Horse. And did a little egg scramble with it. Whew, that was really good too. Nice. Wow. All sounds good except the broccoli. Yeah, I don't have. I don't know if I could anything to compete with any of that. Uh, you know, one thing about me that I love that I would eat every day of the year uh, is actually soup. Hundred degree day, I'd eat soup. I love soup. So mm-hmm. this. Uh, 
Yeah, that's true, man. I'm getting some <laughs> like the look I, on I, Matt Knipe's face I was absolutely soup, like, unreal. I was just like, yeah, 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 and then you're like, a hundred day, I would a hundred degree oh, day, man. I would eat soup like that. Like, just kind of hit me really weird. That like, seems odd. I think uh, Knipe's soul just left his body and slapped me in the face, and then went back into his body. Like, like, sorry, do you like I'm sorry, like I'm sorry. Creamy soups or runny soups all, or all any soups. Above. So oh, really? huh. what I did uh, with uh, my wife just uh, actually. A day or two ago was we made this uh, kind of like garden vegetable medley with uh, carrots, onions. We did um, we had some garlic in there, some uh, what was it, caro? I think it's like a rice type thing, and then Italian pork sausage. Are you trying to remember the label from the Campbell's uh, <laughs> soup can? <laughs> We opened it up and we poured it in and we warmed or, it up. Or was it maybe <laughs> that uh, Progresso? Orange, was orange, it uh, orange, <laughs> orange number forty, yellow number eighteen? Dinty more beef stew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I could talk all day about cheap uh, TV dinners. I've had them all. That'd be an interesting discussion. Uh, nevertheless, this was actually um, a. So we get those like boxes, you know. Uh, this is we we do not get any uh, promotional from these people. This was a uh, we've been doing Hello Fresh for nice. a long time. This one was a Marley or Martha and Marley or something like a Martha Stewart's version of that. It was pretty good. It's the best thing I. That ate. sounds awesome. I mean, uh, Hello Fresh is great uh, if you don't have children. Yep, that's what yep, I would say. That's certainly where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, we did that prior to kids that eat adult food or you know real food or whatever you want to say oh it's perfect yeah does the pomeranian like the scraps from HelloFresh? uh he does he likes uh anything and everything garbage disposal but uh anyways so soup i like soup i uh that was the best thing i ate or drank this week um i think uh that that's gonna about do it for episode five we do have some teasers uh lvo i don't know if you wanted to hit us up with some of the things uh, on the horizon for board emergency so we have a couple of uh, nurses that we work with that have been voicing some interest in the podcast, and and we thought it would probably be nice if we gave a little bit of a different perspective. You get the full fill of the bros, the bro docs, and what we think and our sort of view on everything. And so we thought maybe coming up soon, we've sent out some feelers, and we've got a couple uh, – couple nurses that uh, think that they would be more than willing to come and join us to give their thoughts from a nursing perspective on uh, emergency medicine, perhaps, and uh, maybe, what do you call it, Saz? What's your word? She-bros? She-bros. Yeah. Yep. Kind of their uh, couple couple opinions on uh, on things. One of the things, uh, just kind of in texting back and forth with them and talking about future dates, they said, well, maybe you could talk a little bit about what you think annoys us. So what things that we as bro docs would anticipate that the nurses get annoyed by, and we could maybe talk about them, and then they said they would come on and correct us and tell us where we're wrong. So you guys want to throw out a couple... uh, couple shots on what you think that the nurses would get annoyed with us about? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, probably a lot more than I even realize. Um, you know, I think uh, there are certain things we can order that involve uh, very labor-intensive, um, that are labor-intensive for them and also very unpleasant. Uh, 
uh, enemas, for example, uh, when we have to give medicines to make patients uh, make it soap suds. Yeah, soap soap suds. If you say soap suds around a nurse, ooh, you're gonna get slapped. They start to convulse. And yeah, it's not good. Can you get some uh, orthostatics for me? Ooh. <laughs> hey, I forgot uh, to add on that lactate. Uh, ooh, yeah. Go back and draw a lactate for me. Hey, when am I gonna get that urine? Ooh. Hey, that patient just told me they have to get up and go to the bathroom. Uh, their pump is beeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's so many. I think that that has a good potential to be uh, quite interesting. I think that their their least favorite thing is when I pull out the ultrasound and I evaluate for an abscess and it's just cellulitis and oh. there's no pocket. Because no I, pus I, coming out of there. I think that there's nothing that bothers them more than not seeing some pus. An abscess. They do that. like some good pus coming out. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Well, so the bottom line is you can look forward to us bringing on some real life nurses mm-hmm. to tell us where we're wrong and correct our list there. So yeah. And I, I think our hope is eventually, as this keeps uh, going, that we can get some more guests. So the nurses could be a good segue into other guests uh, going forward. But I think bigger and better things coming for Bo Emergency. Thanks for listening to us thus far. Again, uh, if you're looking to get uh, uh, a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, also, uh, listen to us on our website at broemergency.podbean.com. And we are also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well now. So look us up on any of those uh, media and you'll be able to check out all of our episodes uh, that we've come out with thus far. Um, but uh, th- I think that about does it for episode five, boys. Uh, horse, uh, you know, we missed you over there in the stable, but uh, hopefully uh, you don't get sent to the glue factory. But we'll check back in with you next episode. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> all right. For uh, LVO, Nipe, uh, and DJ Saz here, we're signing off on Bro Emergency. See ya. <laughs> Don't look at him. You're live, you're live. The opinions expressed in this podcast and the discussion therein do not represent opinions of any healthcare system or any public entity. We do not guarantee the accuracy of the information provided and hope that any medical opinions will lead to further research by listeners prior to any bedside practice. Reference to any specific product does not represent an endorsement by Bromergency.